This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. the Rosie Report regular season roundup from the Oakland Coliseum. The Guardians taking on the Athletics in a three-game series this week, and if you did not happen to make it to the end of last night's game, game one of the series, whoo, I mean, a wild back-and-forth game won by Cleveland by a final score of 12-11 to 11 and 10 innings again as they play back-to-back games of extra innings first in Seattle on Sunday, and then last night here in Oakland. The Guardians are trailing, heading into the eighth inning. That's when all heck broke loose in the form of both Stephen Kwan and Jose Ramirez, and Josh Bell was in the mix, too. Here's the highlights of that eighth inning that put Cleveland in front. The pitch. Swung on line drive. That'll be a base hit into right. Kwan will go to third. Overrunning the ball is Capel and right. It rolls to the warning track. Quad is going to score the go-ahead run. Ramirez is into third with a little league triple. And the Guardians have a 9-8 lead. A routine single to right that would have had Quan stopping at second. And Capel overran it, charging it. And it went to the warning track, enabling Quan to score from first. Bell sends a little bloop in the air to left. It's not deep near the line. Brown running catch. He'll throw to the plate. Here comes Ramirez. Throw slide. Safe with a head first slide. Ramirez eluded the tag of Langoliers. On a shallow fly to left near the line that Brown made a running charging catch on and throw to the plate. But the best base runner in baseball Jose Ramirez scores from third on a head first slide. And the Guardians with a three spot here in the eighth inning have taken the lead 10 to eight. They had been down by a score of six to two early only to come all the way back and take a lead only to see Oakland tie it on a Seth Brown home run, a two-run shot off of Emmanuel Classe with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning to tie the game at 10, and that sent it to the 10th. That's when Ramirez came through again. Now the right-hander fires, runner goes, pitch swung on line towards second, base hit right field. That'll score Quan. Rosario hesitated, now he'll go to third. And Jose Ramirez with his third straight hit tonight his second RBI in this game, and the Guardians still have runners at the corners and now are back on top 11-10. to 10. So the Guardians went on to the 12-11 win. Quite a night for Cleveland afterward. Terry Francona talked about it. What does this uh, say about your team to keep battling the way they did tonight? That was a hard game to win for, for, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, we, we, we 
got down, got up, got down. You know, they, they fought back. I give them a lot of credit. Um, but it's a, it's, and you're on the road, so you're always a swing away. But we did enough to win, and that's what we set out to do. So it makes for a good day. He competed. I mean, we, and he, fortunately, he got some early count outs because we were up against it. When me and Carl were looking at it, you know, we, you know, this early, you know, we're five games into the season and started to think about, okay, who can we pitch? Who can we not pitch? But he got us deep enough and kept it, you know, he, he hung a break the ball for the two on homer. But other than that, he was terrific. Back. You know, the first inning, we, we, we cost him a run because we didn't catch the pop up. But then after that, it just seemed like just didn't, just didn't look crisp, you know, and, and, they started taking some pretty good swings at him, and, and I hated to take him out. It's, it's a lot of a lot of a lot of hits and a lot of runs. I know it's the fifth game, but this is probably the third or fourth in the bottom of the line. Well, I mean, tonight was Brennan down there, but Encinino's been in the middle of a lot of stuff. But Miles has been playing with a ton of energy, and that's really welcome because he can bring a dimension that that we need. What allows you guys to win? A bunch of them last year. Well, this isn't last year, but I mean, just keep playing. Keep playing. I mean, it can be a frustrating game, but if you don't put your head down and keep playing, sometimes good things happen. You learned something about your team in a game like this. Um, I know you, you just said it's not last year, so just. Oh, uh, but I think uh, we got a pretty good feel for this group. I mean, we know. You know we're not perfect and we make mistakes, but they they play hard and they keep playing, and that's what that's that's a good quality, and hopefully keep doing it. Josh's hand, Naylor's hand. Just, yeah, he just did his hand stuck to the bat a little bit, and he felt like a singer. But then he hit a line drive like two pitches later, so I think he's okay. What you say about how he's been swinging the bat so far? Again, it is you know he took that one swing up in Seattle where he hit the ball the other way, and ever since then he's been on everything. That's welcome. Yeah, it was a very that was a huge play, huge play. Um, and I just because he laid back on a little bit, but he knew what he was doing. You know, he got under control, and Zanino made a good tag. That was that was a game saving play. That's Tito on the 12-11 10 inning win, the Guardians' fourth consecutive win on this season opening road swing to the West Coast. Earlier in the day, we had a chance to visit with Tim Heron who on Sunday made his major league debut, struck out four straight Seattle Mariners, the only four batters he faced, and that's the first time that's happened in Major League Baseball history where a pitcher in his debut struck out the first four batters that he faced. That's what Heron did. He came on last night and did pretty well, too, against Oakland, and we had a chance to catch up with him earlier in the day on Monday, and he talked about what it was like just coming into his first major league game. But, uh, Tim, I know you had to wait a little bit before you got in there and uh, you had that chance yesterday. Uh, describe for us the, the feeling coming in from the pen on your way to the mound. What was that like for you? Yeah, I really just tried to um, take in the whole experience, um, coming out of the bullpen in the major league game, kind of taking it in the stadium, um, kind of realizing like I made it. Um, but yeah, it was a surreal feeling. Um, and then I got to the got to the mound, got my warm up pitches in, and then tried to kind of set, settle myself down and um, do my job, and that's to get some outs. So 
Yeah. <laughs> and did you think you'd go back out again? Um, I thought there was a decent chance. I just knowing the way the lo- their lineup was set up, they had left, right, left. Um, so I figured I'd go out there to face another lefty at least. Um, and then they left me out there for the third hitter of the inning. And then, yeah. So stay tuned. We'll have more with Tim Heron after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Guardians in Oakland tonight, getting ready to take on the Athletics. Tim Heron's joining us, and uh, we started this. You made history yesterday. Did you have any idea you strike out for the, the four hitters that you faced that it might have been uh, something uncommonly special? I mean, I definitely, <clears throat> when it was over with, I obviously felt really good about the outing. I definitely didn't think it was history or anything like that, um, which I, makes it really cool. Um, I went in there, you know, Obviously, strikeouts are great, but I was just trying to get some outs, and stuff felt really good yesterday, and I attacked the zone, and worked out. When did you find out that uh, something special had happened from a history standpoint? Uh, back in the locker room, um, Xavier Young Curry actually came up to me and showed me the tweet that it was uh, history, like the first time since 1901, or at least that, that somebody's in their debut has struck out the four hitters they faced. So it was really cool. Um, yeah. When, when you look at what made the day special, I know your parents had a chance to stay. They, they had been patient through the weekend. Um, what did that mean to you just based on everything that maybe they meant to you during your career? Well, yeah, I mean, they, growing up, they supported me through everything, driving me to travel ball tournaments, um, paying for all my equipment, everything they've been through, um, just to kind of help me get to where I am today. So it felt really, really good to be able to have them in the stands and, uh, get to kind of see that dream come true for me. Did you get to see them pretty soon after the game too? Um, I actually didn't see them after the game. They had to rush to the airport, but um, they texted me and then called me when they got home last night. So that was good. And you mentioned the things that they do for you. You have a, a sports playing family. You have brothers who play sports. Uh, is your What is your perspective of, of what they do for all of you guys to, to keep you going in your different sports? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine everything they've had to try and coordinate and um, trying to take care of me and all my brothers because all four of us have played multiple sports going on at multiple at the same time um, especially when we were all in the house I couldn't imagine how crazy that must have been for them you know when you're a kid you don't really realize that you're just like oh I practice my parents are gonna take me but you don't know you know work you know trying to get one brother here one brother there it's a it's a lot um, I'm just really grateful for them and everything they've done for me um, to help me get to this point. And it wasn't just baseball, was it? You had other uh, brothers playing different sports? Yeah, not just baseball. Baseball, football, um, basketball kind of going on year-round, all four of us. So, yeah. Circling back to the team, uh, you're part of a bullpen here that's been on a real nice roll to start the season. What's it like out there uh, as you start to build innings where the other team really struggles to score? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really good feeling, I think. Um, with the bullpen we have here, you know, last year they were one of the best in the league. Um, me coming in, I just wanted to kind of follow in their footsteps, kind of watch to see how they go about their business. Um, we have a lot of good guys to kind of look up to and kind of build my routine around um, because obviously, I mean, you could just look at this series. The bullpen really helped us pull out some games, uh, had a lot of big shutdown innings. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it, – a lot of confidence in the bullpen, I would say, from everybody. That's Tim Heron, nice young man who was able to make his major league debut in front of family and friends. 
quite a day for him on Sunday and a good night for him last night. He was in line for the win for a little while there, but uh, things changed in the end. But still, he pitched very well last night as well. And he could be a big key to this bullpen in the early season. Well, that's going to do it for this edition, episode number three of the Rosie Report. We'll fill you in again on what transpired at the Oakland Coliseum on Tuesday night with our next podcast for you on Wednesday. Until then, as always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.